0: welcome to the boxing life podcast on this episode i talk about all sorts like getting tattoos buying flowers pricing personal training sessions uh about these new glasses that i've been wearing about my new boxing program that i've been selling the audio might not be great on this episode i apologize for that i'm recording in boxing burn brentwood and i haven't got me proper equipment but i just wanted to get this episode done and out there because it's the new year so happy new year Hope you enjoy this episode with me, Tony Jeffries, solo today. If you are listening to this on iTunes, please leave us a review. It helps the show. Enjoy. Welcome to the Boxing Life Podcast, where we talk about everything from boxing to business. Fighting Manny Pacquiao is is an experience. It's not a fight. Mindset to money. I, I think any business, you have to make it someone's third place. Speaking to some of the world's most interesting people. Right, so that would be considered an example of a biohack, like I'm hacking my biology. From Sutherland, England, now living in Los Angeles, California. You put him in the ring with me in his day, and I'm talking his best day, and I'm 50 right now. I will knock him nah. out. Here's your host, 2008 Olympic medalist and former undefeated professional boxer, Tony Jeffries. Welcome to the Boxing Life Podcast with me, Tony Jeffries. This is episode 97. On the Boxing Life Podcast, you guessed it, I talk about boxing and I talk about life. Right now, if you're watching this on YouTube or Facebook, you'll see the gym behind me. I'm in Boxing Burn, Brentwood. This is the second location that we got. And I'm recording in here. Uh, The gym is empty. It is Saturday night, 5.15pm on the... Fourth or fifth of uh, of January. So, what's been happening? What's been going on? If you want to ask any questions when you're watching this on live on Facebook, you can please fire away, and I will get to them in a little little bit. Um, so, yeah, it's a new year, two thousand and nineteen. I can't believe the time flies, you know. And the, the big reason why I've got so many people on on Facebook, are of people following me is, is through 2008 when I was in the Olympic Games, you know the Beijing Olympic Games. So that's coming up 11 year ago. It was 10 year ago uh, since the competition it was 11 year ago since I qualified. And doesn't time fly? Doesn't time fly? And I look at myself now and I look at pictures of when I was boxing, and it's like I can't believe how much how much I've changed, you know, and especially. With someone like me where all the pictures that i really see of me online is when i'm in shape when i'm in a fight camp or when i'm in a fight you know so when you see me now i'm like what is it 30 pound heavier than i was when i was fighting something like that it's a lot so that with the age yes i'm looking a little bit different so i'm just getting back from big bear big bear is a skiing destination in the winter it's a Biking and boating destination in the summer. It's two hours from Los Angeles. It's it's beautiful. If you're ever in California, I recommend you go to Big Bear. I was there with the family. I've got family visiting from Sunderland, and uh, yeah, the they're, they're over here, <coughs> they're over here now. So I thought I'd take them up there. Great New Year, and you know, 2019. I don't know how this year is going to go. There's a, a lot happening with business. There's going to be some big changes with our business. Me and my business partner, Kevin Watson, we've got two gyms. We've got Boxing Burn in Santa Monica and we've got Boxing Burn in Brentwood. That's where I am now, Boxing Burn Brentwood, as well as the education programme. Um, and currently in the Boxing Burn Santa Monica location, you know, when we, when we signed that lease, we signed it in 2012 and we signed it for one year because they were planning on knocking the building down and then um, building apartments. It's happening everywhere in Santa Monica where there's just apartment buildings going up everywhere. So that was in 2012. And then after a year, they let us extend the lease for another year. And then after that, another year, then another year. So we've been, keep extending the lease uh, each year. But now it's come to the point where it's like, yeah, this year we're looking at knocking this place down. So we're looking for other other places to go, other locations. And, you know, the good thing about getting a, a... property for a year lease is the rent is less. And when I say less it's still a fortune in Santa Monica. So now looking at different locations, uh, the the rent is more than double and it's hard to find a place with Portland and all that. So the Boxenburn Santa Monica uh location is what we really looking for and, and, and trying to and trying to get, uh, give me one second if you're watching this on Facebook, I'm going to uh, get a charger for my phone. I'm back. Yeah, I just have to, I need to get this charger for my phone because my phone's recording another video there that I'll be going on YouTube. Now I'm going to have to edit this bloody podcast so it's going to take more time yeah so <clears throat> that's the thing, So we, now we're looking searching for locations to um, to get another location in Santa Monica which I'm very confident that we'll find and it's going to be better than this one, everything's going to be great and we're still going to have the best boxing class in the world, never mind Santa Monica and the Brentwood location, this, this lease where we are now this is solid and you know, it's got good pot and, and everything like that um, Tony Wheels, I'll see your Message mate. <laughs> I love Iron. So yeah, so so we've got that. Then the education program, the Boxing Burn Academy, where I talk about, about every podcast, is uh, where we've been traveling the world and and, and we've been uh, doing this education program and do, doing teaching people how to teach boxing. We've been doing that, and now it's like. What, we do, what do we do? Because last year we've done 12 courses. This year we've only got one lined up, up to now, which is in Miami in March. But it looks like uh, we're going to look to try and do Austin in April and do England in August back in the EIS centre. I've just sent an email today actually to, to the Team Great Britain to see if we can get there again in August. So that'll be good. So if you're from England and you're listening to this, you can send us a message on wherever, on Instagram and yeah, and hopefully we'll get that locked in soon. For for that. Uh, so what I've got to talk about, I always write some little notes to talk about. I want to talk about these glasses that I've been wearing, and you know I'm not sponsored by this company at all. But I want to, I want to talk about them because I love them. You know I've got I think I've got great eyesight, but this the I trained this guy the other the other week, named uh, Jason Swanick, I got heard of him from uh, Jeff Ruzier. He put me in touch with him. And I was training him and I was talking to him and I was asking him, well, what, like, what, what do you do for a living? And, and he said, oh, well, I help people get better sleep. And I was like, oh, well, how do you do that? And he told us a, a few different ways. And then um, the, the one way was these glasses that he's cre- I think he's created, the blue light protection glasses. Uh, you can find out about them on swanicsleep.com. And he said, I'll send you a pair. So I was like, alright. And then I got the, these pair of glasses and they're like, like I don't even like wearing sunglasses, but I got this pair of glasses off them and they were like clear with an orange tint. And I'm like, oh, I look like a bit of a dick wearing them. But you know, I i tried them on when, when they come to the gym and then I took them home. And I've been wearing them before before bed, or or even like two hours before bed, walking around the house with them on. And I absolutely love them. And I'm not like I say, I'm not sponsored by this. He doesn't even know I'm talking about this now. But you know, I'll talk about products that I really like. Uh, and yeah, they, 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 so what it does, it it protects your eye from blue light. And I, th- and I think what he was saying and, and what it is, it's like you know, you get air pollution where obviously it's it's bad for your lungs because it's not natural air. Well, you can get light pollution where it's not natural light. If you think about the uh, the olden days the olden days when the uh, cavemen were around there and when they used to die when they were 20 years old (laughs) but but they used to only light them used to have was sunlight natural light and then when it got dark it got dark so what this light these glasses do they pull out the 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 light pollution and it just for me it it, kind of gets everything on one level and it's like you put them on and you're in a different world and I absolutely love them, and I and highly recommend them. Again, not sponsored or anything, by these at all. You can check them out at com or just search for Jason Swannick on YouTube and find out more about these glasses because I really think they can they can help you. And the, there's other companies that sell them as well, and I'm sure they might... Well, I'm not sure, but they might be as good as, as this company... Uh, but these are really good, and my wife laughs at us when I'm wearing them in the house and the kids try to pull them off all the time. But I really highly recommend these uh, blue r- blue light glasses. Um, <laughs> so I'm just quickly looking at a few questions on Facebook. If you're watching this on Facebook, you're asking me questions now. Uh, Richard Boyle, Boyd, I was going, mate. Uh, what made us do a live video after so long? I just thought I'd do a live video on my. Um, on my Facebook, you know, I've been inactive on Facebook and I've got a huge following on there. <clears throat> so I thought I would do a live video. And, you know, it's, it's funny how I've got a large following on, on Facebook, right? So I never really post on there. About two years ago, I did this post. It was a quote about uh, local businesses, how you should shop for local businesses. And this quote got shared, like, half a million times. And it, it went, like, viral around. The, it's still getting shared now every day. And because it got seen by nearly, I think, over well well over a million people, or, or two, or seen by millions of people, I think ten million something stupid sure that, I got like a hundred odd thousand new followers on on Facebook, right? So that that sounds great. Oh, what's that one there? The lights went off. Give me one sec. Oh, look at that. The electric bill. We've never played the electric bill, have we? So... <laughs> Probably old school now when we phone, like... Uh <clears throat> yeah, so... I've got all of these new followers. And... Yes, it looks good on there. It looks like, well, Tony is really popular. All these people know, know him. But the thing is, none of them know who I am. So, if I do a post... It doesn't really get seen because I don't know if if anyone on here is familiar with the algorithm of of Facebook and Instagram's the same as well. But when you do a post the the way it gets seen even more is if more people like it and more people comment on it and uh, and that's and because no one really knows who I am I am on Facebook, I don't get much interaction, so no one really sees me post. So I've just kind of left this page, which is a shame because I had like twenty thousand followers who all knew who I was before. But now, but now that uh, now that don't. So yeah. So to answer your question, Rich, uh, I just thought I'd come on here and uh, and I've got a personal page as well, and I shared this uh, video with my personal page as well. Uh, but as you can see now, I think there's like ten people watching, and ten people watching out of having a hundred and Twenty thousand people on here, you know, it's just like shit, really, because no one knows who I am on there. <laughs> um, uh, Tony Wales, I'm green. was in the gym today. Um So, am I following the football? Tell you the truth, not really. I'm not. Southern uh, football. The time difference is mad. Sunderland football club is shit. I'm sorry, but the, but the, or oh, I mean, I'm not sorry because it's it's obviously shit. And you know, you you. you you get all hyped up and then all of a sudden they come down and it's up and down, it's up and down. And, you know, right now I'm so busy with that. I've got, like, three, four businesses that I'm trying to run. I've got a, a property business back in the back in the UK. I've got the gyms. I've got the uh, the, the education programme. And I've now I've got my new thing. I've just put out a new programme, teaching people how to be a better boxer. So I've got these four businesses that I'm, I'm working on as well as three kids, you know. I haven't really got time to... To get up at seven o'clock in the morning to go and watch the football match and and support the team, um, and that's not me forgetting where I've come from. If you know me, you know that. But it's me just being being real. You know, I haven't got time for that, so that's the reason why I haven't really been following the um, fo- following the football so much. <laughs> what else has been happening? So I've just been uh, I've been to Vegas with uh, my wife. It was for her birthday, and when I was there, there was a cowboy rodeo show on. It's where the the ride, the, the ride uh, what are the ride? them bulls and and they do the rodeo and all that. So it's full of people with cowboy hats on and, and, and cowboy boots. And I'm standing there thinking, bloody hell, mate, you're you're a grown man and you're wearing a cowboy hat f- all the time, you know? And I'm and I'm laughing and with my wife, and it's like, but it is their culture, and, I, and I'm not hating on their culture. But if if you're a a thirty or if whatever age you are and you wear wearing a cowboy hat and cowboy boots I, I was thinking is it not time to, to grow out of that now and you know, wear something more comfortable but each to their own I'm not going to hate them and I was coming through the airport in Vegas and there was this cowboy he was about he was a bit younger than me he was about 30 years old he was about 6 foot 5 he must have been like 400 pounds he was massive and he was drinking a beer and he come up to us and he went, in his proper Southern American accent. Saying, you know, "Are you a? Uh, is this the line? I can't do Is this the line for the for for, for the for the LAX flight?" And I went, "Yes, mate." And he went, "Oh," he went, "You look like a boxer." This is the worst accent ever. You look like a boxer. You a boxer? I was like, "Yes, mate." Uh, well, I was. And he went, "Oh yeah, yeah." And then he shook me hand and said, "I'm," I can't remember what his name was. And this was the hardest handshake I've ever had in my life. This fella nearly just crushed me and, like, destroyed it. He just shook it and he squeezed it so tight. And I was thinking, oh, my God, that is so painful. Uh, and and my eyes must have like, exploded because it really hurt. <laughs> and I went and I was talking to him and all that. And then I was like, I right, mate, I've got to go. And I, like, dropped the shoulder and, like, just turned and went. So I was thinking I don't want to shake his hand again. I was afraid to shake his hand. Have you ever had that? I mean, I've had people before shake your hand, especially when you're when I was a boxer and people would shake your hand and the and the try and squeeze it a bit hard because oh he's a he's a fighter, you know he must must be tough. Sure, but some men are like, so I think some men is like uh, it's like you need to have a strong handshake to be a real man and all that. Especially I think in in south and uh, not south America. Where's it? Is it, the, um, is it the, the south? It might be the south. Like in Texas and, and all that. And this fella, yeah, and he d- destroyed my hand. And yeah, I was I was scared to shake his hand again. So I like dropped the shoulder and see him, see you mate, bye. And got in the plane. And then I like sat next to the window as well, because me and Missus got a free upgrade at first class, so we were right out the front. And I knew he was gonna work, walk past us. So I sat at the window and when I seen him come on I turned and like turn to look out the window. Just in case he stuck his hand over and shook my hand. I thought, nah mate, I'm not even entertaining you with that. I'm not entertaining you with that. <laughs> um another thing that um, when, I, when I went to Vegas I got I got there and I went on a few drinks and I went and got a tattoo straight away I got a tattoo of a crown on me on me on my arm and my bicep and I got it from my friend Paul King Paul King's been on this podcast uh, very good friend of mine very he's just a great great guy Do anything for you and all like I mean I've got Family and all that, but like, if anything ever happened to me, I know he'd take care of my kids. You know, he'd take care of me wife. If if me, me wife died or whatever, he is taught up. But like this guy is is the best guy in the world, and he's a very very good friend of mine. So I thought I'm gonna get his name tattooed on. His. So rather than get his name, I got a crown for king because it's his last name, and that got us thinking. Like you know, everyone gets people's names tattooed on them when they die. You know, I got me my coach Bobby Bute's name tattooed on my leg when he passed away. Um, and I'm thinking, no, let's get tattoos on on yourself. If you if you're one of these people like who like tattoos, get tattoos on yourself of people who's alive, because you know then they can enjoy it. When I'm not a religious person, I think when you're dead, you're gone. So when someone's dead, they're gone. They're not gonna. I don't believe that they're gonna be a, a ghost or an angel or or a spirit, and they're gonna look and they're gonna be like. Look, how much he loves me because he's got a tattoo on his arm of me name. I don't believe that. So, let's get tattoos on people now when you've alive to celebrate their, them and celebrate their, your love for them. Um, and yeah, I'm a big believer in that. Don't wait until someone's die till someone dies. I know Glenn's just getting his his mum's tato- his mom's name tattooed on his uh, ribs today, like massive. He's I know his mum and his and his gran have got the same. Name Margaret, uh, but his nan passed away so he got it like to represent his mum and his nan. Um but he got it absolutely massive and Glenn's not even a massive person, so it's hard to think that he got a massive tattoo, <laughs> but he got it from his like armpit down to his hip on the side of his on the side of his body. Um uh, yeah, so another thing that's happening big in in my life right now, I've just I've just got probably the most popular client famous client I've I've ever, I've ever trained and well seeing that I think I've I trained Chris Hemsworth the Thor actor he probably maybe bigger worldwide but I think in in the UK this guy who I'm about to train on Monday he's he's huge really really big name I can't announce his name right now but I'm hoping that next week he'll post on his social media that he's been training with me and that I'll be able to post it as well but it's like a massive massive name and the way I got this this client was through Colin McGregor's manager uh, Colin McGregor used to train up this Jimmy where I am, Boxing Burn Brentwood and he's, uh, his manager reached out to me and said would you mind training this fella for the, for uh, in January for something that might be happening and I was like, yeah, definitely. So I've been to this fella's house and taught him and, um, and now it's it's kicking off and medical, med men and from the shop you can get it's like the, the Apple, Apple store like when you go in there's iPads and there's things on the desk and the iPads are telling you about what this product is in front and it's really nice and they've got loads of staff there all wearing the same t-shirts like they wear in the Apple store and they tell you every, they've got everything for everything and everything I was training a guy called uh, B.G. Adore, who's former men's fitness uh, director, I think, and uh, he's a proper fitness guru. I recommend you follow him on on Instagram, B.G. Adore. Uh, he puts workouts out there for you and all that, using just body weight, so he's great. But he was telling me that about about this um, this CBD oil and, and and these these gels and these edibles tablets these edibles what get you high and so I, I did it the other I did it the other week for the first time and it was class and he said like when you do it you're gonna you're gonna think whatever you're watching on tv is the best thing ever so I had one like this is like the, probably the first proper time I got high like a while ago I had a toot on it, one of them uh, vapour pens and I got a little bit stoned but not not like this so I had it and I went to bed with my missus and we watched uh, Home Alone 2 with the kids and I was laughing me head off and I don't normally laugh out loud at stuff like that and it was really good and it's so good for your uh, anxiety and, and stress and, and things like that it, uh, and that's why it's getting so popular because of that and uh, yeah I and 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 really enjoyed it and then I, <laughs> a few nights later I gave me my mother-in-law some I went yeah, I have this it's gonna help you she's got nothing wrong with her just have this so she had it and then she she went to bed at about uh i think seven o'clock and then we'll go back nine nine the next morning she had a good like 14 hours sleep and uh, yeah so i don't know if have you ever had that this cannabis uh cbd stuff that, that's out now i don't i'm not that knowledgeable about it but uh i, I enjoyed it and you know and it was good and I don't want to recommend it. I would never recommend it to, to anyone because I don't know enough about it, but BG recommended it to me, and I trust BJ, Uh So, yeah, I I I did it, and, uh, and it was great, and it was great. So, uh, <laughs> cause I've, I write my notes down what I'm going to talk about on here, and I've got it on here. Why do women like flowers? You know, the, <laughs> the, the other day, it was for me and Mrs. Birthday, I went and got her a bunch of flowers, and I was walking around the the shop looking for flowers and smelling them and all that like you do and I'm thinking why the fucking hell does people want to have flowers? Why does why does people have have flowers? Why do they want them? What's the big deal about them? Because they cost like $25 um, that's how much I pay for them and the they die within like three or four days or whatever it is and they sit there they do nothing. What's the point, right? After they get it, and but you can, you can get false flowers that look better, that stay alive forever. If, well, not alive, but but they stay looking good forever. <coughs> then you can get this, um this Mister. What's it called? I've got, I've got I've got a couple in the house now. Like the Mister thing, where you put the the drops in of, of smelly uh, oils and the smell of room out beautiful, whatever, whatever you want, um, like lavender and uh, tea tree and all sorts of stuff, you can get them as well, and them's cheap from Amazon, like $12, so for the price of a bunch of flowers that's going to last you three days, you can get better-looking flowers with better scents for the same price that lasts forever. I didn't get it. What is it with women? Why does women love flowers and flowers? I, I don't. I, honestly, I don't understand it. I really don't understand it. <laughs> uh, yeah. So it was. The, it was the same day when I when I got them flowers that I was um, in the Fairmont Hotel doing some work. So the Fairmont Hotel is a hotel in Santa Monica where uh, I love to go. It's really nice environment. It's chilled out. You've got free Wi-Fi in there, and uh, it's it's a high-end uh, place. Yeah. the... the the coffees might be an extra dollar or the cocktails might be an extra $3 to the pub down the street. But you can sit there in comfortable seats in a beautiful hotel. So I'm sitting there and uh, Glenn, with Glenn and we were doing some work. And I went... And I looked at the table next to us and I looked again. you and went, fuck me, Glenn, is that who I think it is? And Glenn looked you and went, shit, it is, it's him? Bloody hell. It's only Arnold Schwarzenegger sitting on the table next to us. We're like, whoa, that's that's mad that like Arnie's just there on the on the table next to us and it was that day when my missus was uh, in a in a cafe in Santa Monica as well and she seen Arnold us. so me and him me and me missus both seen him in one day then he was like I see he was sitting on the on the table next to us I was like whoa just chilling having a cup of tea he was drinking a cup of tea uh, and he was doing work as well and it was a uh, it was, man, it was surreal. That's the thing about living over here in, in Los Angeles. Uh, like, you, you'll... When you come from, from where I'm from, from Sunderland, you'll you never in a million years think you're going to see someone like that. Never mind on the table next to you. Yes, I pulled my phone out. Yes, I took a quick picture of him, which I shouldn't have done, but I was like... I'm not wanting to get, like, oh, it starts and all that. But, I mean, it's Arnold Schwarzenegger. Possibly one of the most famous actors... Right now, all of all time, maybe is that debatable? Is it debatable that Arnie's one of the top actors in the world? Uh, I don't know, but uh, yeah. So I, I snuck my phone out and I was like, took a picture. I sent it to I'm on a, a group with my family when the, back in England, and I sent them. I said, look, who's sitting on the table next to me? It's Arnie Arnie Swartznick, isn't it? And they loved it. <laughs> uh, yeah, so sitting next to him that that's it's so surreal over here. Uh so what else have we got on this list to talk about? Clint phones money's almost seven pm poor to talk. He you know that'll be over. Yeah, so so uh talk about the artist. So yeah, I've just done my my program that I've put out there, be a better boxer programme. And this is I've done 20, I've done 30 plus videos where I teach people how to become better at boxing. And it's been really interesting doing this because it's the first time I've I've went out there and done something digital and tried to get paid for it by myself and educate myself on, on it. Uh, so let me tell you the process of what I've done. So over the last... Over the last... Yeah, I've built my following on Instagram, and if you follow me on Instagram, you'll see that. And the way that I've built my following is by giving people value, meaning that when you come on my Instagram page, you're going to learn something. You're going to be, you're going to get educated. And what what do I charge for it? Absolutely nothing. So, I've been doing this, giving people value, giving people value three tips to punch harder how to work when you're inside how to get faster feet how to get faster reactions how to move your head faster how to do this better how to do that better it's just non-stop I've been giving people these tips and I must get 20 direct messages a day asking me how do I do this how do I do that how do I do this how do I do that and at first I was replying to them and it was taking us a good 10-15 minutes to reply to someone telling them how they Stronger at throwing the hook or, or or put a combination together or close it it was taking a long time, and the questions were the same sort of like, This was when I was in Australia I was thinking about this I was thinking how I need to I need to do something to to um earn from from instagram earn money from from that help these people who are wanting all these questions questions answered and obviously like I could say earn and get extra income from me and Get it so now. When someone asks a question, or you, or you want to know how to close the distance when you're in a fight, there's my program there. If you, if you, if you want it, you can get it. If you don't want it, that's fine. Maybe I'll make a video in the future. Uh, but with me giving lots of free stuff out, free value, which I'm still doing, is like I say, it's building my following. It's, it's building my reputation to people who don't know me, who don't heard, have never heard of me. And with with me building the reputation, when it, now now when I come out and say, all right, now I've got my uh, now I've got my be a better boxer program, which is going to help you be a better boxer, no matter what level you're at, because I'm giving you tips about this is not a sales pitch by the way, but I'm giving you tips about um, how to work inside, how to land a body shot, how to turn someone from the ropes, how to cut the ring down, all these little tips and tricks that that I've learned over the years, that's all on there. So if you want it, you, you can get it on there and because people's built a trust up with me and they know that all of the free stuff that I've been getting is um, like shit hot and, pur- and really good when it comes to I'm selling this program who wants to buy it and then I've getting like nearly 200 people's bought the program um, and I've done a, I've done a deal I've done the first 100 people was for uh, $97 or $99 and then after that it goes up to $300 so you're saving this and right now I've got a January sale on back down to that price so I've been selling stuff uh through this selling these packages and the feedback has been really really good and, uh, and and it's been it's been a good learning experience for me because I had to hire someone to build a website uh, and I'm using a website called ClickFunnels and I used a website called Upwork to find someone to do ClickFunnels. I've hired a woman from I think she's from Pakistan who works for is it thirty five dollars an hour to do the website. It cost us like five hundred dollars to do all together and then the, 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 all i had to do was record the videos and then and put them like right obviously i had to work bef- not just record videos i like, write down everything i was going to do and and then i put them out there and yeah it's been really it's went really well and i'm going to do it again with some boxing drill videos as well so uh, i've been i've been doing that and yeah i earned a earned a nice little nice little christmas bonus uh and that's going to be there forever now. And living in this town, if you listen to the last podcast, uh, I spoke about about living here and, and the expenses it is. It's a fucking fortune living in Los Angeles. I love Los Angeles, and the reason why it's a fortune is because our theorists think it's one of the best places in the world to live, um, with the climate and all that. So, yeah, and I, we're having three kids in Los Angeles, and you know, I'm renting a place now where it's expensive and I want to buy somewhere I've got to earn more money than the, the gyms is is, is is bringing in so any little piece of pie I can get if you like I any piece bit of money I can make doing what I love I mean it's a bonus and the biggest thing and the best thing well well definitely the biggest thing is that I'm helping so many people as well I'm helping so many people get better at boxing and I can see the feedback that I've been getting from it is is great and I'm I'm really enjoying the journey with, with list. So I'm going to see if there's any more questions. Alex asked how much it is. So the, the I've got the January sale on now for until uh, January 14th. It's going to be $97, but then it goes back up to 2 290, dollars I think it is. Um, where can I watch this be a bit? About? So Richie asked about the where can you get it from. It's programs.tonyjeffries.com. If you see me Instagram, click the link there. Tony, have you watched *Sun Until I Die* on Netflix? You know, I've I've started to watch *Sun Until I Die* on Netflix. I think it's really good. Uh, I'm really enjoying it. Uh, and you know, it just shows like the people from Sunland how passionate we are about about the, the football club. And even though I've been in this podcast, I said I- I'm I'm not anymore, uh, which I'm not. And I'm being honest with you. But it just shows that, that people are, and people where where I'm from is is amazing. And the, the, even though Sunderland now they're doing terrible in the, in the second division, um, the the people still support them and still put the time, energy, and money in them, which is which is great. And them seeing people, were the people who supported me when I was in the Olympics, and you know they're amazing. The people from people from Sunland. Uh How many fights did you have? Before you turn pro This is Alex Gibb I had 96 fights Before I turned professional And 57 of them Were for England And Great Britain I was the captain Of the England boxing team I won 7 national titles I won a European gold medal Obviously the Olympic bronze medal I boxed in the Commonwealth Games In 2006 The Olympics was 2008 um, And then I turned pro I had 10 pro fights uh, I had one draw Which is a Total Different story I should have Drew that fight But I did uh, and yeah, so that's that's kind of my my story in in the nutshell, right there. So let me just stick this in. Body's gone dead on this one now. Uh, so yeah, that, that's the question from from uh, from Facebook. Any more questions on Facebook? You can fire away for a few a few people still tuned on tuned in on there. Uh, so, I've been training another guy uh, this, who comes over from England every now and then. His brother's Mark Ronson, who's a big DJ. So, Mark Ronson's brother, I've been training him. And uh, I trained him the first time, like a few years ago. And that's when I charged like a lower a low rate. It was like $120 or so an hour or something back then. And like now it's up to 280 And then I trained him the other week for the first time for a couple of years. And I forgot what I used to charge, <laughs> and it, when I trained them, I was a bit disappointed with the with the price. So, you know, with, with with personal training and with training people for fitness, you should really be clear on what what you're getting before how much you're paying. And that's the an awkward thing about about um, about being in this industry. Luckily, I don't do it much anymore. And I'm at the point now where it's like. Yeah, you want you want to train for this? Well, then you'll. Uh, I'm at the point now where it's like I'm not that bothered about training people. But if I'm getting paid this, then I will train them. If that makes sense. Uh, but, but, but before, when I needed to train people, that's when it was it was tough because people ask you your price and you're like, it's, it's this much, and then, uh, and you wanted them to say yes, but if they said no, you're like, shit, I should have went lower, you know. But it's good to have a, a set a set number when you are doing personal training and fitness training. Uh, Tips for getting over the anxiety of filming video before boxing burn said. So this is Ryan. So Ryan, how's it going mate? So tips to get over anxiety. (laughs) So I'm I'm just clicking on your profile now to see. How's it going mate? You know tips to get over anxiety I don't know the answer to that. You know, you've got to relax and breathe, and it's just like tips to get over the um, the anxiety. Uh, you, I, I, I don't know. Because I still get anxiety right now, and you know, it's it's hard to get over something like, like, like that. I don't get it as bad as most people, um, but I haven't really got any tips for it. You just got to get through it, and, I guess. Um, what is your biggest passion and driving force, Tony? This is from Jamie Stamp. My biggest passion right now is teaching people how to teach boxing. I absolutely love it, and travelling. I love travelling, and I love teaching people how to teach boxing. So that's why the Boxing Brown Academy, our education program, is, is my favourite thing in the world. Because you know, I'm doing, I'm doing both of them at once. I'm travelling around the world and teaching people how to how to teach boxing, and it's and it's class. I love doing that. Um, and my my driving force, I wouldn't know what to say about about my uh, move the move down to the second. I turn My biggest driving force, which my my biggest motivation is. Um, it's a good question. I think with with motive, motivation, I'm a motivated person anyway. I think I always really have been. I want to be motivated. I want to do better. Than, than other people. I get motivated by competition, you know, competition really motivates. Us. Um that's why when I when now it's hard really hard for me to diet, hard for me to exercise because I haven't got any competition to diet to like it's not like a competition, you know, I and, and I just do it when I don't do it, nothing's gonna happen, but when I'm when I'm training for a fight, it's like I need to be better than this other guy. So yeah, but in business I'm I'm very motivated and very passionate about about building something i love being creative i'm a very creative person and creativity is a is a big part of me and who i am and so yeah I, i love i love being being creative with whatever i do and building building new stuff which is good but it's also got its bad points because it's so easy to get distracted with other things like now i've got like seven people wanting me to do podcasts with them, and I've said yes to all seven, but it's like I haven't got the time to do them. Uh, so I'll keep putting them off and putting them off and putting them off until I'll, I'll eventually get the time to be a guest on on these podcasts. Uh, but it's so easy to to to, to drop something which what, what might be more important, like coming to the gym and checking that the trainers are all doing okay and and the team is is solid and and the happy. You know that's more important than me doing a podcast with someone from I don't even know wherever that's coming from you know so yeah I've, I mean I've drifted and drifted and drifted but yeah so I can't get distracted with these little things uh, even though I, I love being creative and, and I love doing them I put them on the back burner and, and trying to build a team trying to build a good team around, around around myself and around the business that's a big thing as well and trying to educate the team you know I'm learning all the time I I love learning about this stuff like I said I've done this boxing program what I've released and I'm learning about it all the time I've learned a shit ton of stuff by just putting this program on and, and putting this program out there uh, and I'm, I think I'm passionate about that like if I had more time if I never had kids I would spend a lot more time watching videos like a guy called Neil Patel on, on YouTube uh, Neil Patel He's your SEO marketing guru, and I'll I just love the shit that he puts out there. But it's just finding time to do it. Podcasts, I love doing podcasts. This I know there's a few people watching this on Facebook now, Um I feel like I'm just talking to you. But I know there's going to be another couple of thousand listening to this on on audio in the next two weeks. Uh, I love doing the podcasts, but it's just the the time and the energy. Like like right now, with Saturday, it's. 5.57, I've been recording this for 43 minutes and you know, my family's at home on a Saturday night and I'm like, oh I kind of should be there, I love doing this, but I should be there with them uh, and that's another thing what I struggle with is finding that balance of life and work because I absolutely love, love, love love work and, and love like I said, being creative and, and building things and 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 that sort of thing. I'm obviously, I've got a family who I love like, with all my heart, and it's trying to find that balance. I was with my kids in the park this afternoon, and it was great for the first 20 minutes, but after 20 minutes, me I just went, and I'm like, my phone's in me, pocket, and I'm dying to get it out, so I, I get it out when I'm pushing my kid in the swing. My wife's like, oh, wait, Tony. You're pushing the kid in the swing. She's looking at like, oh, shit. And I know I shouldn't be doing it, but, like, 20 minutes on the park... With me kids, it's like after that 20 minutes, it was up. It's like, uh, well, after the 20 minutes, it's like, uh, I'm getting bored now. You know, yeah, they're having fun, they're loving running around, but I'm getting bored, and it's hard to. Uh, uh, it's, it feels like it's the wrong thing to do, but then again, it's, it's, it's me, it's the way I am, it's the way I'm driven, and the way I'm motivated. Uh, you know, so uh, trying to get that balance uh, is tough. I'm so blessed if you like that I've got an amazing wife that gets me and understands me and understands my mind and my work ethic but it's still hard for her like to accept it if you think about it like I'm with her and the kids last night and we've been we've been playing for, for a while and then it's like she puts uh, Happy Feet on the, the, the Penguin film and I'm like and I pull my computer out and she's like what are you doing? Let's watch the film let's watch this with them and I'm like well I'd rather get on the computer and do some work and do some stuff. It's like, but you should watch this with 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 us, and I'm like, well, you're watching it. They're not. They don't need me for that, you know. It's, well, we can talk. I'm going to be engaged in that, and we're going to be present with the family, or not. And I'm like, all right, let's 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 watch let, let's watch this then. So I'm watching Happy Feet, and I'm like scratching my face, and I'm. And I'm, and I'm and I'm and I'm trying to watch it and get into it. Maybe I should add one of them, uh, one of them uh, edible things. that would have been fine, but I would have been if I had one of them edible things it would have been fine. But now I'm thinking about work and I'm thinking about am I wasting my time? If sometimes it feels like you're wasting your time, even though you're sitting with your kids and your wife watching a program. I feel like that I should be doing something better to create create or grow. Or to, or to build whatever I'm building, uh, so it's, that's the fine line, if you like, about about that sort of stuff. It's it's really tough, it really is, uh, the way I'm I'm wired, and I don't I don't really know what to do about it. And you know, the good thing is that Glen, uh, who's the bi- business partner on the Boxing Academy, he's like that too. He's off his head as well. Like he, he doesn't stop he doesn't stop working. And he he loves the shit that I love. Um, and it's funny, he he'll he'll phone me on his way home at like seven o'clock or eight o'clock at night. Like, Oh, what's happening? Are you working at night? And I'm like, Oh no, I'm with the kids meeting, all right. Well I was just talking I was just thinking about this and I was just thinking about that. And then my mind just starts blowing and we start and we start talking about ideas and starting about this and, and, and that. I'm like, ah oh, shit. Glenn's got his he's got his locked in. Uh and uh so he's he's like that as he's like that as well. But I know he phones me when he's bored on the wheel because he knows that I'll I'll be I'll talk something good and he's like the bastard. So now I've I've just stopped answering my phone him because I know when I'm home at was like eight o'clock I think he finishes. I'll be home at eight o'clock and my phone will ring. I'll see. I'll he'll, he'll FaceTime us in fact. Glenn six figure homes. But if you're not, if you're not familiar with it, just the podcast. He'll he'll phone us. He'll FaceTime us. Like what's happening? So now I'm like I just stop answering them and I'll text him back. <laughs> um, so Kerry Christie My friend Been in the podcast before She left us a message on On uh, Facebook Next level TJ uh, With the content Balance it though One from Balance it Is a tough one for me too Gotta to put aside What drives you And what you Want to accomplish For the night And take some time For the family That's always the struggle Yes the struggle Is real Miss Christie, the struggle is real. Uh, yeah, and I get it. I get that you should be um, you should be able to just put all your work to the side, use your head, put it in the door, close that door, and, and get through it. That's what that's what I should be doing. But you know what? It's easier said than done. It's, it's like telling someone to depress them. You've got nothing to be depressed about. Like, it's like, what? Or, or telling, telling someone who's... Obese, who's fat, who, who, who's got cravings for, for food. Stop eating that. It's it's like easier said than done, Miss Christie, eh? Telling us that. <laughs> uh, no, but it's easier said than done. But to uh, to be able to uh, uh, actually do it, do the right thing, to do the right thing, is is tough. Uh, but then I, my, my excuse is like you know, well, that's kind of why I've been pretty successful because I'm a workaholic and I, I can't I can't stop. Uh, my wife hates that. I knew you were gonna say that. <laughs> I knew you were gonna say that. Uh, well, I think that is is about it. Talk about the whirlwind. Talk about the whirlwind at work. Try not to get caught in it. So that, yeah, before before I go, I just want to mention this. If you're in business, if you're in whatever you're doing in life. This is a thing that's really helped me, thinking about the whirlwind. So a whirlwind is what goes round and round and round and round. It might move forwards very slowly, but really it's gone round and round. And in day-to-day life, we get caught up in a whirlwind, in a drama, in a, in a whatever it might be. Like in, in my case, it might be someone never showed up for the 7 a.m. class and I get a message, about it doesn't really happen as much as it used to. it's like. Now I've got to deal with. Why did that tree not turn up? And then, and then this comes, and then whatever, you know, or or it might be another example would be, um, the the tags have not been cut off the new T-shirts. That's been that's come to the gym, and I'll see it. and I will be like, why does this not get cut off? Well, it never. So let's create a system for that. And I'll be, I'll be. That's that's the whirlwind. When I'm when I'm dealing with shit like that, I'm going around and around. I'm not moving forward, you know. And my wife has just done a master's degree and she had a, a leadership book and it told, told this in there. Well, that day-to-day stuff, when you're going round and round, you're not moving forward. And when you're not moving forward, you know, you're know, you not getting anywhere, you're not growing, you're not being getting more successful or or, or whatever. you are just gone round and round, you know? So try and get out of that whirlwind and that's what's going to move you forward. I think we all get caught up in a whirlwind. I hope this makes sense. But, like... With might be might, might might be stupid family stuff or or negativity or or, or, or moaning about whatever shit you're moaning about, you know. Uh, that's going around in so circles. It's not going to move you forward. Uh, a, a a big thing that I believe in as well is complaining. If you complain about anything. You're complaining about yourself. See it again. If you complain about anything, you're complaining about yourself. And I'm not one of these people That preach and tell people how to live their lives and do what you need to do this, you need that. I'm telling you about something that I do. When I complain, I'm complaining because I can't deal with it. If I've got a problem with, um, <laughs> I try to give an example because I haven't got many problems. Now, if I've got a problem with with somebody because somebody has said something about me I've got the problem not them you know and I've told people I tell people this and if there's a trainer got a problem with another trainer I'll say to that trainer I'll say you know that it's not that trainer who's got a problem it's you the problem is that the problem is that you can't deal with it you need to learn how to m- not let it bother you, you know, and and that's how you're gonna uh, that's how you're gonna deal with it. So if you've got a problem, you've got a problem about yourself. And that goes for anything. If the weather's bad outside and you complain about it, you complain about yourself. Oh it's raining. I hear the rain shit, it's oh, it's horrible, it's miserable, it's uh, it's, it's puts it down on everything. No it doesn't. You put it down on anything. Oh, the sky's a great. The, the great, it's depressing. No, the, the sky's great. There's nothing we can do to change about it. It's, it's about you who can change your own attitude about it. Again, I'm not trying to preach to you. I'm just telling you the way that I think. Well, that's going to be it. I'm going to wrap it up. I'm going to go home and go with the kids and take uh, leave out of Kerry Christie's book. And she said, told me I need to get home and sort my shit out, so I'm going to do that. Uh, thank you for listening to the Boxing Life podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, I'm not going to promise to do more of these because... Again, time is, is tough. If you listen to this on iTunes, please leave us a review. If you listen to this on, on YouTube or, or wherever you're watching it, or, uh, if you want to have more, you go to iTunes. There's a ton on there, SoundCloud. Stitch it all on there. Until next time, I will see you later. Boom.